Now, next, I would like to bring you to our book sharing. This year, we are starting a new book called The Ten Grounds of Bodhisattvas. And like whenever you go on a trip, you know, we always start with a happy, joyful mood. So ultimately, our first step will be with joy. And today, our first tour guide will be Brother Yang from New York. Brother Yang, whenever you're ready. Hello, everyone. Um, thank you all for joining us for the new series of the online study group. So last year, and in the end of last year, so we finished the path to enlightenment. Now we are going to advance toward the enlightenment now. So hopefully you got very excited and uh, we're so grateful to have you to join us. Um, so a little background about this book. So this book compels uh, this courses from 1990s on the 10 grounds of Bodhisattvas. So using example from both present day life and the Buddhist uh, classic. Dhamma Master Chen Yan described the 10 grounds that Bodhisattva go through in their practice. So um, each ground builds on the previous one. So from the ground of joy all the way to the ground of Dhamma cloud. Um, by progressing through these grounds, um, ordinary beings can gradually proceed toward the stage of spring, universal and perfect enlightenment. And um, according to the Shurangama Sutra, the 10th stage are the level that Bodhisattva have realized. All Dharma are based on and arise from them. The stage have progressive level starting from the stage of joy to the stage of Dharma cloud. There are 10 stages. <coughs> so in her lectures, uh, Dhamma Master Zhenyan continues to remind us to make a solid effort to understand the teachings. And through practice, um, diligently, we'll gain the ten um, intrinsic and undefined stages of the Bodhisattvas. So she's always asking us to be mindful and progress step-by-step step, uh, to regain the pure stage in our mind. Um, so that is start with the ground of joy. <coughs> so what does it take uh, to be a bodhisattva in the ground of joy? As Master Zhenyan told us, uh, we must first cultivate a joyful heart and a loving and compassionate heart. The world ground uh, means foundations. So first we must cultivate a joy heart and a loving compassionate heart. So with compassion, we are willing to give. Whether it is the giving of our strength, the giving of our material goods, or transforming others using the principle we have realized. Giving always begin with a joyful and loving heart. <coughs> However, um, it is not enough to just have a joyful heart. And this also needs to go through a lot of practice, like a lifetime. And Master Chen has told us, um, this is not just this lifetime. You have to have make a vow and to practice this life after life. 
tell you reaching Feynman. <coughs> so, okay. So anything that we do, we must do with earnest heart, um, and then we will be joyful and unafraid of hardship. So engaging in spiritual practice is actually kind of simple. All you take is two key factors, like diligence and earnestness. So with this, we are said to be advancing diligently. Um, to advance diligently means that we must cultivating precept, samadhi, and wisdom. Um, anything that we do, we must do with an earnest heart. Then we will be joyful and unafraid of hardship. Um, okay. So to uphold the precept is to have I can, uh, you can show up on the screen. So, have self-discipline um, to guard ourselves from wrongdoing, and then to um, what is it? Yeah. And to think good thoughts and to speak good words. Right. So, giving rise to thought and good hatred. Okay. Oh, sorry, my notes is uh, no wrong notes. Sorry, my nose has got cut off a little bit. Okay, so, okay. so giving rise thought to greed and hatred for people, so that um, our minds will be will not are not develop like ignorance. So we must use precept to to prevent all the wrong things from happening. And we must not allow the three poisons, like the greed, anger, and ignorance, to impose on our practices of the precept. So um, when we have the precept in mind, naturally we will be able to eliminate greed, and we will not easily lose our temper with people. When we treat people with an impartial and joyful heart, we will not give rise to a mindset of discriminations and resentment. So to maintain a joyful heart, we need to really careful with when there's a love and there's a resentment. And then because those two are usually the one that intertwine with our interpersonal relationship and then to create a lot of afflictions. <coughs> um, so Master Singh also told us by diligently upholding the precept, our mind will eventually be in a samadhi stage. And we will not be easily affected by people or all the worldly matters. Then we'll be able to move in the right directions in all our actions. Um, she also mentioned that integrity is the guideline for how we should act. With integrity, we do not give special preferences or deliberately certify any party, right? So with no fear or hindrance in our mind, we'll be fully endowed with the power of samadhi. <laughs> if we're able to attain this, we can reduce afflictions and the wisdom will search for naturally. So wisdom and affliction are like in opposition to each other. Um, 
when affliction grow, wisdom diminishes. So that's very important for us to uphold our precept and stay in the samadhi stage and then to protect our wisdoms. Um, so we only need to cultivate an earnest and joyful heart in our everyday lives. So with that, um, we will eliminate all the afflictions and we'll be able to we can maintain our resolve and to practice and enter the first ground of Bodhisattva, the ground of joy. And at the end of this chapter, uh, Master Chen Yin talk about making good use of a healthy body. Um, this kind of hit me a lot because um, last Tuesday I was just test positive for COVID the second time. <laughs> And um, the first, like Wednesday, Thursday, it was actually pretty bad. And um, I wasn't able to talk and I was having a difficult time to breathe. And I told my partner, I was like, I'm not losing you to COVID. <laughs> and, and I was just laying back and thinking, it was like, I was reading the book too. So I'm so feel like, what? could I have done right now if I didn't catch COVID, right? And then maybe, and then I just realized that, you know, this is like reminding, don't wait. Like if you have opportunity to help others, you have opportunity to make some change, maybe not to the world, but maybe to yourself, you know, to, to correct a habitual habit. Do it whenever time that thought arises. Don't wait for maybe next month, or maybe we tell the New Year's, so you can make a New Year's resolutions. It is that there's a reason why Pastor Tsenyi always told us, told us to seize that moment. Whenever a good thought arises, take a good chance and then to serve other people because we never know um, in the future if we're still going to have a healthy body or not. And as you, as one of those volunteers in the city, and we all probably in experience this um, giving without asking anything return is what give us the biggest joy so as my master as, as what our grandmaster has told us first purify the mind benefit others is spring supreme so always always um, encourage everyone to practice the ground of joy and then to give with no discriminations. Right. Thank you for my sharing. Thank you, Brother Yang, for your sharing. And it is very important, like you shared earlier, that uh, that giving by making a connection is ultimately the key to, to joy, to bring joy in our house. I mean to our heart. And more more importantly, it is it is to make a good connection. Like earlier, Brother Jason shared earlier about making connections with all sentient beings by adopting a vegetarian diet. Uh, Sister Vera shared about making connections with her patients, or Sister uh, Ling Cho, who shared about her granddaughter that made her smile. These are all connections that we cherish, and it makes our heart joyful, as well as taking the opportunity you know, to benefit the society and to benefit others. Uh, these are all ways of making a connection. But one thing we know that joy can be very brief and a lot of times fleeting. 
So we must use our precepts uh, to keep our joyful hearts protected from afflictions. Now you may ask, how do we do that? Well, that will be our next month's uh, study group. 